Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all, quick fade. Sorry, (laughs) no fade, actually. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, making us look. She's Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Is that how we look today? I mean, I mean, you always look nice. Mm. There's not a ton you can do over here. Yeah, it just I, is. it's. I've tried to fix you, it. You, I have to play the the hand that I'm dealt there. I've tried. I've tried to fix it over the years. There's not a ton. Not, your it's shirt got, is cool though. It's got a ceiling on it. Um, yeah, I do like your shirt. Thanks. So that's that works. She likes my shirt, folks. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, September twenty second, twenty twenty. Ooh, it's nine twenty two, twenty twenty. Oh, yesterday was the twenty first of September. Mm-hmm. Well, that and it was nine twenty one twenty, which is Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, and Manu Ginobili. It was a big day for me. Oh wow! Did you yeah. see the nine twenty, uh, the September twenty first video? Do you remember? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Of course I did. Of course I did. That's a great bit. That's a oh, great it's so bit. good. You only got to you only got to produce something once, once a year, a year but and then that's like it. but then like if you like you can dream it up for a year mm-hmm. and then it's like you know there uh, it is. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it was really really good. Anyway, sixty five days till Thanksgiving episode one thousand thirty three one thousand thirty three the Tom Sturt event episode. He was the sixteenth pick in the Washington Senators expansion draft. Uh, he played fifteen pitched in fifteen games in nineteen sixty one and then was traded to Pittsburgh for Tom Chaney. On today's show, friends, we're going to unveil the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. We're going to talk, uh, unveil the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Coaches of the Week. We're going to hear from Blue Ridge coach Mark Chester. That step was at the Blue Ridge versus Bonham game. Caught up with Coach Chester afterwards. And then, back half of the show, it's going to be Tuesdays with Craig Way. We're going to... Tuesdays. <sighs> we'll talk with the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. About all things high school football, maybe some Longhorn stuff coming up here at the back half of the program. Stay tuned for that. Do we first four through the door? We sure do. It was Brent Homan, Tony Blaylock, Ryan, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Hi. What? No, I'm just saying hi to those people. Oh. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. You're in a weird mood today. No. You just you stopped talking, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas football is proud to honor uh, is proud to honor one T 
team from each classification with a Team of the Week award. The school selected throughout the course of this program has best exemplified outstanding the outstanding attributes of Texas high school football. Your Week 4, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. In 4A, Argyle, in a heavyweight clash of number one versus number two, the Eagles faced down uh, the team that's eliminated them the past two seasons and came out on top, riding a terrific defensive effort and a strong game from quarterback C.J. Rogers to a 35-7 victory over Waco La Vega. In 3A, Tuscola Jim Ned, fueled by 182 yards and three touchdowns from running back Xavier Wishart, the Indians leapt onto the statewide radar with an impressive 39-20 win over state-ranked Cisco. In 2A, Crawford, in a highly anticipated matchup of unbeatens, the Pirates put together a virtuoso defensive performance to outlast Holland 13-8. In 1A, Iredell, down 40-28 heading into the fourth quarter, the Dragons staged a wild comeback, which included a game-sealing interception on the final play of the game to take down Buckholtz 49-46. And in the private school ranks, yeah. smoking for Jesus ministry. The Eagles are flying high at 4-0 after their resounding 52-6 victory over Coastal Christian Homeschool. So those are your Week 4 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Teams of the Week. In 4A, Argyle. In 3A, Tuscola, Jim Neb. In 2A, Crawford. In 1A, Iredell. And in the private school ranks, Smoking for Jesus Ministry. Congratulations to all the schools. We salute you. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. I don't know. Let's just name their school. What do you guys I love it. Dave Campbell's Texas Football is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies the best in Texas high school football. Your Week 4, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Coaches of the Week. In 4A, Jay Seibert from Rockport Fulton. After having to sit out the last two weeks due to COVID-19 protocols and facing a top-10 team in 4A Division One, you'd think Rockport Fulton was a heavy underdog to Corpus Christi Miller, but Seibert's squad didn't get that memo as the Pirates, behind a defense that forced three turnovers, scored with less than a minute left to stun Miller, 44-41. to In 3A, Zach Bass from Cleveland-Tarkington, a long-overlooked program. Folks in 3A Division I may need to start taking notes of the taking, or taking notice, rather, of the Tarkington Longhorns under second-year coach Zach Bass, as THS improved to 3-1 in the year, upsetting previously unbeaten Cold Spring to earn a major confidence-building win heading into their district opener. In 2A, Ricky Sargent from Hearn. After not playing since week one, since a week one win over Trinity due to opponents canceling games, Hearn was a little bit rusty on Friday night, but Coach Sargent's squad showed plenty of grip and fight, earning a solid 14-13 win on the road against 3A Division I Harden to improve to 2-0 on the year. In 1A, Lonnie Flippin from Walnut Springs. In his first season at the helm of the Hornets, Flippin has already matched last year's win total of three for the Hornets after their impressive 65-54 win over Avalon. And in the private school ranks, Chris Criswell from Tomball Christian Homeschool. Criswell has the Warriors surging early in 2020, toppling Houston Christian 27-21 to improve to 2-2, two and two, already matching their win total from last season. So those are your Week 4 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Coaches of the Week. In 4A, Jay Seibert from Rockport Fulton. In 3A, Zach Bass from Cleveland Tarkington. In 2A, Rich Geek Sargent from Hearn. In 1A, Lonnie Flippin from Walnut Springs. And in the private school ranks, Chris Criswell from Tomball Christian Homeschool. Congratulations to all the coaches, and thank you for all you do for your players, coaches, or players, schools, and communities. We got Smoking for Jesus and Coach Flippin. Look at week four go. Look at us go. <laughs> it's just, that was, go. I mean, that was beauty all the way around. Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good week. It's a very good week. Speaking of a good week, Chester 
Mark Chester had a good week there at Blue Ridge. They took on Bonham on Friday night. Matt Stepp was there. They got a big win over the Purple Warriors. Uh, Blue Ridge looking very good so far in the early going. Here's Matt Stepp's conversation with Blue Ridge coach Mark Chester here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football here at Blue Ridge Tiger Stadium here with the head coach of the Blue Ridge Tigers, Coach Mark Chester, after a 63-24 win over Bonham. Uh, coach, congrats on the big homecoming win. Thank you. That was a it was a big win for our program, big win for our town's homecoming. Uh, uh, a lot of people back in town to to see the Tigers and uh, uh, hats off to to the Bonham Warriors uh, and and hats off to our kids. Our kids played played really well. We had a pretty wild first quarter and, and we ended up going. Uh, in three plays, we went down 21 to seven, and then our kids battled back, went on a 56 to three run, and uh, super, super proud of them. Let's talk about the first quarter because it was kind of back and forth there. You, you come out and you score in the first play of the game, and you're feeling good, and then they score in the first play, and then you kind of have some bad things happen on, on offense and special teams, and give them a couple of quick scores. You know, you're down 21 to seven. You know, three minutes into the game, what was the mood like on the sidelines? Was it just a matter of your kids settling down and, and not giving them the ball in, in, in situations like that to, to score easy points? Yeah, that's exactly right. We just had to settle down. We knew uh, we we knew that we could do things the right way uh, against them, and we just had to settle down, have our kids and, and, and coaches and everybody on the sidelines settle down, and just go execute the offense and the defense. And uh, we had a feeling like that that good things were going to happen if we could do that. Defensively, obviously, they got a couple. Of, they, got, they got some good speed over there, and, and got a couple of game breakers. They hit you for a couple of plays, but after the, after that, I thought your defense really settled down. What was the defensive game plan coming in to contain uh, some of their explosive playmakers? Well, the, the the first thing that we had to do was was slow down number one uh, uh, Ross. I mean, he's got tremendous speed. He showed that tonight, um, and and we were able to do enough to to slow him down to to be able to give us a chance. You know. Playmakers on offense as well. Uh, you, you were able to hit some some long passes with, with your taller receivers. Thought you were able to run the ball effectively. Uh, that run that run pass mix you guys had going was really working tonight. Um, you know your, your quarterback was, was was really accurate tonight. I think your offense is clicking on all cylinders. Was this the best you've seen your offense perform so far? Yes, it is. We we've been throwing the ball well in our first three weeks. Uh, and our outside receivers, uh, Jonathan Garza and Luke Jenkins, have have have, have been really uh, explosive for us. We hadn't really ran the ball well until tonight, and we we knew that was a big focus of ours offensively was to get our run game going, and we did. And uh, that's that's you know that's, we feel really proud about that. Now this has been a weird year, lots of schedule changes. This, this game wasn't originally on the schedule, uh, but you and Coach Desern were, were able to make it, make a game work, uh, kind of out of odd circumstances. How important in, in this kind of weird year was it for you to get this extra game on the schedule and try to get your kids as many games as possible? Absolutely. I mean, especially for our seniors, you know, they've they've uh, put in four years of a lot of hard work and we want to do whatever we could to, to find somebody that we can play uh, and on a very short notice. And, and Coach Desern was was really good about it. And, uh, you know, he needed a game also. So it just kind of worked out great. And um, it was huge for us to be able to to get this game and to play so well going into district starting next week. Now, uh, you're, you're on the sidelines, you know, you have a lot of energy and you're, you're involved in everything. Uh, how many calories do you think you burn uh, on a Friday night? Because you, you're working the sidelines. I'm up, that's probably 3,500 calories uh, for sure. I, I was moving a lot tonight.
Another thing I got to ask you, you know, your, your coaching staff, not just you, but your coaching staff, you love on the kids hard, you celebrate with them. Uh, I saw you uh, doing a little, little chest bump there, showing, showing the hops. Uh, how do the knees feel after, after a game when you're jumping up and down? Because I'm sure it's not, uh, not, not going to feel great in the morning. My knees don't feel good, and there wasn't a whole lot of hopping. I tried to get up there, but I didn't get real high tonight. Now, look, looking ahead, you know, what's, what's the, you got district play starting next week, right? So what's the plan? Uh, what, what's kind of your routine going to be for Saturday? You guys watch film, do treatment, and all that kind of thing. What do you, what's the game plan coming, in, coming into an, an important ball game next week? What? The process stays the same, but the, the mindset has to change. You know, the first part of the season is over with. Uh, Non-district is done now. Now we're on to the district ball games. These are the ones that really matter. Uh, but the process stays the same. You know, we'll have our kids up here tomorrow. We'll we'll film it, and uh, we'll we'll uh, uh, work them out and get the soreness out, and then get to work on the game plan. Final question before we let you go: What's the, what's the post-game uh, victory meal of choice? <laughs> uh, Whataburger, no doubt. Go-to order for what from Whataburger for you? What, what, what's what's the coach Chester go-to? Double meat, double cheese, no lettuce, no tomatoes, with bacon, uh, grilled jalapenos, and uh, gravy. Kind of order right there, Coach. Coach, congrats on the win. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Go Tigers. There he is, Mark Chester, head coach of the Blue Ridge Tigers. Two and two after their 63-24 win over Bonham. They start district play this week. They are taking on uh, SNS Consolidated, who at one point was like the highest scoring team in the state. Um, but yeah, they open up district play. They're in that Gunner district, mm -hmm. uh, Bells, etc. But um, yeah, off to a good start, and uh, you know, things looking up. They've uh, two and two, uh, tough. Uh, they they really kind of they got that signature win when they beat Munster mm -hmm. in week three. So I appreciate Mark Chester catching up with Matt Stapp. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and Cruton all across the Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. So, hi. A little bit of change of plans. So Craigway texted us, and he said, "Listen, dorks, I don't even like you." He said he liked me. He doesn't like Tepper anymore. I'm not doing the show anymore. That's not true. He had something come up. Actually, if if I uh, if I can blow up a spot, he's talking to uh, Texas Tech coach uh, Matt Wells. Yeah, they're because they're playing Saturday. Because Tech is playing Texas. Uh, they, apparently the interview, uh, the, the conversation is a very good one, and it's running long. And he said, "All due respect, Matt Wells is more interesting than you." And we said, he's you're got not point. wrong. <laughs> he's got a point. You're 100% right. But we're not just going to call it quits here on Tuesday. It's yeah. the worst day of the week. You got to have some sort of, uh, you got to have some sort of uh, flavor. Not best, but you gotta have not some flavor. worst. So we're going to give you that flavor. Uh, we are going to do an impromptu mailbag Tuesday. We're going to put up the text line right here. Bring. Uh, so if you've got questions. Nine seven two five three two six 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 five. That's nine seven two five. Damn okay. Nine seven two five three two. Monk. If you want to text us questions or get in the comments on Facebook, we'd be happy to answer your questions for the next fifteen minutes or so. Another reason why we don't mind doing this, and I guess this is an interesting uh, programming note worth mentioning. Yes. There is no show on Friday again. No. It is not because Pickle is going to Lana. No. Although she would every week if she could. Big game this week against Ballinger. Yes. Uh, but, no, the, the reason is that uh, because of Texas Football Day's promotion on Fox, and both of us do some work with Fox. Yes. 
uh, we both have to be at our respective positions early. Like real early. So we do a pregame for Texas football days. Uh, Arlington Martin and Denton Ryan is the kickoff game at 4. But pregame on Fox starts at 2.30. Mm-hmm. And 2.30 means that Pickle's going to be doing a hit from, where are you, Red Oak and Ennis? Yes, Red Oak and Ennis. And I'm going to be doing a hit at like 1. Yeah, you're doing a so... hit at like 1. <laughs> I'm doing, I've got to be in the studio at like 1. So... Yeah, it just doesn't work to do a show on Friday. We thought about, hey, could we move it to, um, you know, could we move it early? Things like that. It just doesn't work, unfortunately. So there's no Mailbag Friday. But here's an impromptu Mailbag Tuesday. So if you've got questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, um, uh, whether or not Pickle was the homecoming queen last week We don't need to talk Atlanta, about that. Um, were you the homecoming queen last week in Atlanta? I, no. I did not ask you this. Yes. I did not ask you this. Did they make a big deal out of you being there? Yeah. 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 But, and and to be clear, I think Lano would have made a big deal if they had sent Katie Engelson. Yes. I think they would have made a big deal if they had sent uh, Lauren Blackwell or Austin Ivan or any of our reporters. Absolutely. No, it was cool for me to be there just because my brother, my brother's a senior. So all those guys that I was covering, like I grew up babysitting mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. So that was cool for like the parents and stuff that are like the mm-hmm. same age. Um, but for everyone else, it was just really stinking cool that they were getting that Fox, statewide that coverage. Fox yeah, exactly. Fox, you were representing like, Fox. Coach Green and Coach Aguirre must have thanked me like 700 times sure. for showing up. Like even after the game, after that heartbreaking loss for San Saba, they must have thanked me 700 times for, for Fox sending us yeah. out here. Yeah. So it was cool. Uh, but then you also, do I have this correct? Did you do a halftime show? I did. You're on the Lano Radio Network? Yeah, uh, the local radio station, which my brother is actually the board op for during the games. But, yeah, old Art Delugid, she's been there for years. Um, and, yeah, a funny story about that real fast, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're a senior, they do the senior superlatives and stuff in the yearbook. I got voted most likely to be interviewed by Art. And that, that came true this past weekend. So I have a picture of it. I'll have to, I'll have to tweet that out or something. It was the funny. Other, okay. Uh, and, and this is a, a message directly for Jake Pickle. Okay. Jake, I know you're the board op. I'm going to need a copy of that recording. <laughs> I'm going to need a copy of Pickle on the, on the, on the halftime show with art. Uh, anyway, there's that. Okay. Do we have any questions uh, from the, the listeners and the viewers? Um, yes, the first question to come in was actually thoughts on Innocent Red Oak. Ah, yes. Okay, well, you talked with Michael Kintero yesterday, but mm-hmm. I will tell you that I'm really interested in this game. Uh, a lot of intrigue. Both both have very high hopes. You know, Ennis starts the year number one in 5A Division II. Uh, for us, we have really, we really think uh, they have a chance to be very, very good. Uh, so, please, uh, we, we think that Ennis is going to be great. I think on the strength of their defense, could be very, very good. That's part of it. The other thing is that what are you doing? I've got someone else on the line for you. <laughs> Say hi. Hello? Hello. Hello. Oh, hi, Matt. It's Steph. It's Matt Steph. <laughs> Hello. Sex football. I just figured, you know, impromptu mailbag. I wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> I, was I just like, figured, you I know, like, who are you? what the hell? Who are you doing? Uh, anyway, uh, we're talking about Red Oak and Ennis. Um, I am, I'm, I'm really interested to see what Red Oak looks like under Coach Michael Quintero. Uh, I think that they've got a, a fun decision at the quarterback spot. 
um, with Josh Ennis, who was uh, Josh Ennis. Is that right? Josh, Josh Irvin. Josh Irvin. Irvin. Thank you. I'm sorry. Josh Irvin, who was great last year. But that would also... be really cool if his last yeah. name was Ennis, though. <laughs> but then they have a. Uh, then they also have uh, uh, Chris Parson, who transferred in from Duncanville, who mm-hmm. started the title game for for them. You seem to indicate that that, that he that it is going to be Irvin. Yes, according to what Coach told me this morning, Irvin will be the the starter. But it was cool that he said like the the chemistry between the two of those. Hmm guys have been really really awesome so i wouldn't be surprised if we saw parsons play somewhere else maybe too um i am interested to see how i want to see the ns defense against this red oak offense um i think it's i think it's a really fun matchup i i I like ns uh in the early go or in the early go but step i'm interested in your thoughts yeah i i agree with you i think the ns front seven against the red oak um offense is going to be really key Mm -hmm. if if you know, if Irvin or Parson, if Red Oak can protect whoever's throwing the ball, mm-hmm. I do think the Hawks can push the ball downfield against Ennis's young secondary. But they've got to protect because man, that, that Ennis front seven is that defensive line particularly is really really ferocious. I think offensively, I think Ennis um, is just going to kind of do what Ennis does. Colin Drake is really a dynamic quarterback, and he kind of makes that offense go. They're not going to just wow you with dazzling numbers, but they're super efficient and they. They're typically going to score, you know, twenty-eight to thirty points on just about anyone. So I think it's a really good matchup, or really, really good measuring stick for both teams. And keep in mind, this is Ennis's only non-district game because their game next week against Fossil Ridge has been canceled because Fossil Ridge is dealing with um, dealing with the COVID. Dealing with the COVID, jerks. Jer- yeah. To be clear, COVID's the jerk, not the, the nineteen COVIDs. They're the jerks, not the uh, yeah. not, not Fossil Ridge. Uh, all right. Big jerks. What's what's next, Fickle? Um. Let's see. On an impromptu mailback Tuesday. Yes. How do you see North Shore and Sat- Shadow Creek playing out? Well, first and foremost, uh, we are we are keeping an eye on that. And step, you talked with John K earlier today. I did. I did. I talked to Coach K. He 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 answered the phone when I called. I oh was, my gosh! I was very surprised. So. <laughs> um, he told me that, that, you know, the game is still is going to, you know, they're planning on playing the game. There's no COVID issues, yeah. thankfully, at least not that we've heard of. Um, this is more an issue with the uh, bad weather in Houston. Uh, I guess, what is it, Tropical Storm Beta or something? Mm-hmm. What a what a dumb name for a storm. Um, but Beta <laughs> or whatever, I guess it's flood, there's flooding going on in Houston. And so a lot of the schools are closed today. So um, there is talk of the game possibly being moved to Saturday. I know they've moved a couple of games that were scheduled for Thursday to Saturday, but this game is, is Friday. Um, so they're still kind of monitoring the situation. You know, it's about a 50, 50 shot right now that it's going to stay Friday or, or move to Saturday. But, um, when it's played, I think it's a really fascinating matchup because, um, this is, this is probably the first time that shadow Creek in, in two years has met up with someone who I think, uh, athletically is their equal or if not better. Yeah. Um, every, even when, even in the Richmond Foster games, I think shadow Creek probably has had a little bit of an edge, uh, top to bottom with, with, with the athleticism. And I, I don't think that's going to be the case this week. Um, what a great quarterback matchup, Kyron drones, Demetrius Davis, um, you know, North shore's got their receivers, shadow Creek's loaded, um, I think it's a really good matchup. I think North Shore in the trenches is is 
probably gets the difference in this game. Um, but but it's really early, and, and I think this I think I think North, I think Shadow Creek's got a puncher's chance in this ball game. Oh, I think absolutely, and and that is going to be I think you know we, we're going to talk about it on a new episode of Tep and Step that we're recording later this afternoon, um, or second of the week. But we are um, one thing I'm interested in this game about is you've got these two teams that in 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 many respects do have a lot of their superstars back. Like they've got uh, North Shore's got Demetrius Davis, and they got they're getting Shadrick Banks back, who missed. Basically, rounding up the entire season last year, um, you know. Plus, they've got a number of other playmakers back, but a lot of the nuts and bolts. The the the, the word you used yesterday on the Tep and Step was worker bees. A lot of the worker bees are kind of are kind of new. The new that's kind of similar ish on the Shadow Creek side, where they've got Kyron Drums, and they've got, especially on the defensive side, they've got Terrence Cooks. But like on the defense, a lot of that defense is going to be need to be retooled. So there's a lot of questions about these teams early. Uh, I am very, very intrigued by this game. I'm, I, I'll save my pick for the picks on Thursday. But I think it's a fascinating game. Uh, I think the best game of the week. Uh, so keep an eye on that one. Yes, absolutely. And, and when and whenever it happens, we'll we'll keep you posted on Steps Twitter and on TexasFootball.com. What is the next pickle? Coming in from Brent Homan, Step, what were your thoughts on Graham's dominating win over Decatur? Um, you know, I, I think it's a good win. Decatur's not great. Um, I wouldn't get too uh, hyped up about it. Um, I think Decatur's solid, but but this is a down Decatur team. Um, I think Graham, um, you know, they're, they're, Graham's issues, I think, are going to be when they, when they go up against uh, a team like Iowa. I, Iowa Park has really impressed me. I, th- I think that's the real – litmus test for Graham playing a team in their weight in their weight class as a division two school um I, I think that's the real key um <clears throat> kind of seeing what Graham's potential playoff path I still think Salina is a team to beat in the region but I think Iowa Parks emerges because we really we thought Graham had the edge over Iowa Park this year uh, in most of our preseason rankings and Iowa Park has really impressed the non-district even in a seven-point loss to Brock I think they, they really they really made some some strides over there and I think um, at the moment, you may give Iowa Park a little bit of a nod over Graham, but I, I think you know beating Decatur is always solid. It's a, a lot bigger school than Graham. Um, I don't know how much we're going to find out about Graham this week against Hershey because Hershey's so young. They're super talented, but they're but they're very young. So I just I just don't know if we're going to learn a whole lot more about Graham um, until they play that Iowa Park game. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I'm I'm, I'm a little. I, I want to hold off on my judgment for uh, for the Steers for uh, another couple weeks, um, and and we'll see from there. But yeah, I, I agree. It's you know Decatur. I think it's becoming clear that they're not the Decatur of past years. That some of those graduation hits have really taken their toll. <laughs> Sorry, we were just watching you work. Um, I had no idea and, the camera was on me. And so, so yeah, I, I don't know if I put a ton of stock into that win, but I will say that, that they've got some big challenges uh, down the road, and the early returns for Graham are that they should be able to contend with anybody they see. Um, all right, what's next, Pickle? Um, there was a question about, let's see, where did it go? Uh, thoughts on Salado versus Taylor this week? Um, well, Salado's off to a fantastic start. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I've been very impressed with, with what they've been able to do. Uh, Taylor is 0-4 and, and has been outscored by 100 points in their four games. T- Taylor's bad. T- Taylor's actually bad. I mean, so, let's just be honest. Salado, <laughs> Salado should win by five touchdowns. I mean... <laughs> I'll be surprised if they don't blow them out. Yeah, Salado's your Hashtag heavy, actually heavy, bad. <laughs> heavy favorite. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go with uh, Salado. Taylor, Taylor's riding the struggle bus a little bit. What's next? 
All right. Uh, questions about how we're going to handle Mr. Texas uh, football player of the week now that five and six days starting. And uh, really, we're just it's just going to be normal now. Now there'll just be more players that are eligible. Yes. Um. You know, I I don't know. I need to talk with. So that is, you know. I, you guys know I don't know how to lie to you. Uh, that is a sponsored segment, and so I need to make sure and check with the sponsors as far as how long they want this thing to go. If they want it to go uh, throughout the course of the the regular season in six A, however they want it to go. But we're just adding in six A and five A players. It'll be the same yeah. thing. So yeah, it's just going to be a, it's, it's going to be a little tougher because yeah. now there's more players in the pool. Mm-hmm. So you know to make that final ten, there's going to be more competition for those ten spots now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, there's going to be, you know, every week we have to eliminate guys who have great games because yes. it's really hard to narrow it down to, to 10. I mean, and it's just going to get even tougher. So we, we usually stop doing it. What after the, after Thanksgiving weekend, is that when we usually stop Tepper? Uh, yeah, normally, normally we do it after Thanksgiving weekend. Um, yeah. so I would say that, you know, normally we, I think we go three rounds deep in the playoffs before we, we, we cancel it out. So, uh, we'll see. I'll, but I, I'll just tell you that now we just have more players to, to talk about and I'm going to. I'm going to vamp here while Pickle fixes the sign's falling down. Our pet's heads are falling off. It's just... Whoa! That's Step, not me. <laughs> it's just chaos breaking out here, folks. It's just chaos. <laughs> I'm outside, by the way, just for just for the record. <laughs> Couldn't tell. Yeah. This All right, so why, don't we, why don't we do two more, Pickle, and then we'll see if the apocalypse comes. <laughs> All right, um... Let's go with a big game. All right, yay. (laughs) A big game here for us at Dave Campbell's at Temple versus Longview as part of the 100 kickoff. We got to promote that. Yes, it's part of the UIL 100th anniversary kickoff uh, event at AT AT&T Stadium. It's a nightcap uh, there at AT AT&T Stadium. Um, I think Longview's your favorite. I have a lot of questions about what Temple's going to look like. Um, they have a lot of questions at like key spots, like quarterback and like most of the defense and things like that. I think they got some playmakers. I think AJ McDuffie is a, is a, is a, is a game breaker. Uh, Longview does uh, Longview is going to look a lot different than they have in past years, but or, let me rephrase. They're going to look a lot different than they have the last two years with Haynes King at the quarterback spot. They're just going to be a lot more old school, kind of traditional Longview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I give them the early edge uh, in this game, step, but you'll be there. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I think Longview Temp, Temple is very talented, but they're also very young. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a lot of, of sophomores play key roles for the Wildcats this year. And I know folks in Temple are very excited about this sophomore class, but this is week one and they're sophomores, or week one for five A and six A. But this is their first game and they're sophomores, so I, I think there's going to be a few growing pains early. Um, and you're going up against a team like Longview that still has, you know, a lot of senior leadership. Um, now the the question for Longview is going to be, you know, they had some issues in their scrimmage against Texas High. Um, with uh, extracurricular activities, and I wonder if maybe if if Longview could potentially be missing some key pieces uh, for a part a good portion of the game due to uh, Coach King um, laying down some punishment for um, what happened in their scrimmage against Texas High. So that's kind of the X factor in that game that we didn't anticipate going in. Uh, last question, Pickle. Do you have an ender? Yes. Um, Step, will you recommend food all the time? Have you? Do you have a story about your worst Texas high school football food experience? Ooh. My worst one. I don't. I'm such a nice guy. I don't like to throw people <laughs> under the bus. 
Um, I will say you don't have to name a a, a town. Yeah, I, I have I have gone to a barbecue place that was highly recommended in a in a town. Um, and I'm not going to say the name of the town because it's small enough where you could probably narrow it down pretty quickly. Um, and, uh, yeah, it wasn't great. Um, the brisket was gray. It was dry. Oh, great. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just pretty trash. So it happens occasionally, but, but I use, I mean, I try, here's the thing. If I'm going to, if I'm going to eat like, if I'm going to eat like food that's trash for my body, that's not like good for me, Mm -hmm. then it damn sure better taste good. (laughs) And so I'm going to make sure I do my homework and go to a place that's really good because, if I'm going to be unhealthy, I'm just going to let it all hang out, so well, to speak. And that's so. why that's why your your road trip, which comes up, I guess, tomorrow in Texas football today, uh, yep. your 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 Texas high school football road trip uh, is yeah. so is so invaluable because you've done your research. You're doing the work for the people. Yes, yes. I, a lot, and I, I typically don't recommend places that I haven't eaten at unless it's just a town I've never eaten at anywhere, but. Typically, I've been to these places before, so, you know. Well, Seb, I, I think I speak on behalf of everybody that I say thank you for what you do to your body. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, my, I, it, it takes a lot of courage, and, and not everyone has the courage to, to put their body through what I put my body through. But, you know, it's you. you know in the end, I'm a man of the people, and, and it's for the people. He's Matt Stepp. He's just surrounded by a symphony of loud noises. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Matt. Welcome to Everman. Welcome to Everman. <laughs> E-block. Matt underscore step up at 817. Uh, and Step, I will talk to you later this afternoon for your our week five preview edition of Tep and Step. All right. Bye. Bye. There he goes, Matt Stepp. Dave Kim's Texas High School Insider. Join One more us. quick question to address college pickums. Yeah, we're working on that. So, and again, I'll just, because this is just your website too, and I can tell you. When the schedules get thrown off like they do, like you have to go through and code it a different way so that like basically you're building in all these extra bye weeks for teams. Mm -hmm. It's normally pretty easy that like the season happens for the same over the same course of time. Instead, it's like you've got these kind of shifting sands. That's why, for example, we're going to continue to refer to Texas high school football as like this is week five. Mm-hmm. And next week will be week six. We're not going to do the two slash six thing. It's like it's week six, um, just because it's easier for us. And There's just a 21 the, week season now instead of right. 17. It's easier on the coding too. And so to to pull back the curtain entirely, we're working on trying to fix that code to get the college pick them up. We don't have an ETA on that yet. It may be one more week before we get it up, and I'm sorry, but we're working on that. I promise but, you, it's on our radar. Yeah, we will let you know as soon as it goes up. Yes, we will. Okay, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for hanging with us on an impromptu uh, text as well today. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Blue Ridge coach Mark Chester and to Dave Campbell's Texas football high school football insider Matt Stepp for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, who left the camera on herself, and Greg Tepper. <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. Yeah, I guess Greg Tepper too. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. For Craig Way is going to join us tomorrow as well as uh, Greg Powers. Big show tomorrow. Join us. Texas football today.